What's up, kickbackers? This is Sabrina with my girl Sharika and our brother EB, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Kickback. Hey, kickbackers. First of all, we already know the quality is about to be trash, so don't come for us. But we had to drop in. We've been missing y'all. We have, we've been having our hot girl summer. I haven't found an ice cream truck yet. That's fine because I did find an impromptu trip with Sharika. Y'all know we always talk about it, but we never be about it. But this time we're about it. Sharika hooked us up. I'm going to let her share the details of what we're doing, why we're together, why the audio quality is trash, (laughs) all of the above. So if you hear background noises, if you hear people in the men in the background, that's not EB. It's our husbands. We're in a car. We're headed to Orlando for just a little weekend getaway just to have fun, chill, maybe be by the pool. Maybe we'll venture out to the beach. We don't know. We're just we're just getting away for a little bit just to have a good time and just to enjoy Sabrina's summer of freedom. (laughs) Exactly. And you know, I love an impromptu vacation and I love a you know, whatever happens is going to happen kind of day. That's the kind of life stage I'm in right now. Whatever happens is going to happen. So we were in the car on the way there and we haven't seen each other in like, I don't know. It's been over a week. It's been it's been a while. It has been a while. And this is a big deal because she lives close to me. And for a while, it was a good while, at least two months. Mm -hmm. I would come every Saturday to her house and we'd work on our cardio and all that kind of stuff. But between my travels, her travels, life, it just hasn't happened. Um, So now that we're in the car, we have so much to talk about. And I was like, girl, should we just include our friends, the kickbackers on this conversation? Because some of these topics are truly juicy. (laughs) So sorry, EB, no shade. We are praying for you. Well, I shouldn't say we, because I don't know what Sharika's (laughs) praying for, but I have definitely said a prayer for you and your community there at camp because I know what that ministry means not only to you but to the families and I mean it means a lot to me too it helps shape me into the person I am so this is no shade to EB we're not leaving him out on purpose it's just totally impromptu yep pretty much just like the kickback after dark we did last year (laughs) it was just totally impromptu so that's why we're here we love our brother and he'll be back with us in August when we're back for real for real Exactly. Uh, so, Sharika, what's the temp? Girl. <laughs> the temp is good. It was a little stressful today trying to get out of work, but I had to be free. And I left them people early. I said I got to get up out of here early today, uh, start my little weekend early. So, not too early, but, you know, a little 45 early out there. But, yeah, the temp is really good now that I'm on the road. The traffic is bad, but that's that's no problem when you're with friends and you're just going to have a good time anyway. We don't got to be anywhere at a specific time. So the temp is good. Give me 78 and uh, the song. I want a road trip song, but I can't think of one. Maybe I'll think of one later. Yeah, because the radio is going, which I love a good little radio going while I'm in the car. Um, similar to Sharika, it's like something in the energy in the air. Work knows when you're about to go on a little fun time because that's when everything hits the fan. Mm-hmm. Even at my job, it's been so chill. But today, things it was just like we can't get right with the, my tasks and responsibilities. And everyone was coming to me. And I'm always usually open to be helpful. But today, I was like, please, ask in my mind obviously I helped them which is why things got stressful because the things I wanted to do today kept getting pushed back because I was helping everybody else get their things done which was totally fine but my temp is very good it's still sunny in 75 so much has been going on in the world that has been just interesting to me entertaining to me um having time to sit and read and just enjoy summer I already did I had two things this summer I wanted to get to the beach and I wanted to get to an ice cream truck that has the song. If it doesn't have the song, it does not count. So <laughs> I got to the beach. Uh, my husband and I went to a wedding. It was beautiful down on the West Coast of Florida. And that was a vibe. And, you know, I'm still searching for my ice cream truck. I usually have a song ready to go. But this is so impromptu. I don't have one either. And I know I said I was going to stick with a whole bunch of um throwbacks for this summer but I'm gonna have to break my word because I'm just not ready and I don't have a throwback in my heart but I do have a new band that I've been listening to Coheed and Cambria and yes it's just like it sounds it's some white people music but that's 
I can say that because my brother-in-law said that about this band, even though they have a black man on their like headline and their poster, but he's not in the band. So I'm like, I need to know what this part is about. Y'all just feel like, is that like how y'all feel on the inside? I don't know. But anyway, I listened to their latest album because Doug and I are going to their concert this summer. And honestly, it's a vibe. So I'm here for our love. I'm here for the liar song. I'm here for the uh, beautifully dangerous, whatever it's called. I'm probably like screwing it up. But I'm really, really into Coheed and Cambria. And that's my vibe. Rock on, people. (laughs) Rock on. Yes. So, uh, the only song that's on my mind, uh, is, uh, I'm, I'm late to the party cause I don't, y'all know I don't be listening to nothing, but I guess this summer song was the summer, the summer jam last summer at camp. I wasn't there the whole time, but the 10 K song by KB, um, was a jam for me because I, y'all, your girl was out in a hip hop class dancing knees was hurting but guess what i made it through and i even performed and that song has been on my jam uh lately because when i've been going to work lately this week i've been tired and when i pump that music it brings the energy up and sabrina's looking surprised so i got the show girl i got a video for you and i got to play the song for you I don't know this song, but I know you, friend, and I'm just living for this. You doing hip hop in the moment. Led by our girl Marjorie. You're lying. Listen, all. we got to get Marjorie on the pod sometime. Shout out to all the uh, summer brides. Our friend yep. is getting married on Sharika's anniversary yep. next month. Uh, Sharika, that's amazing. When Sharika was out at camp living her best life and sharing all her gifts and talents, we didn't talk that much because camp is like all consuming. It it's amazing you guys but it really is all consuming there's not a lot of time to be snapping and really we don't encourage uh people who are leading in those situations to have their phone out so i missed it i didn't even get to this is our first time seeing each other since since i didn't get to ask her about that but i am here for the hip-hop dance and the song and it just giving you life okay so the reason we hopped on the phone is because we're about to get into a conversation about one of many hot topics this summer and I was like girl we just got to include the users because I'm curious not users the the friends of the pod I'm curious about what you guys think about this I asked Sharika had she heard about the man who had the McDonald's he brought so okay let me back up a little bit there's a baby daddy and he and his baby mama have at least one child together but outside of that one child she has other children by another man or other men we don't know the details of that but we know baby daddy we won't give him a number because we don't know what the number is we'll give him a letter baby daddy x came to see his little son or daughter z his son z and baby mama was like what about a b and c and she wasn't like calm about it she was very upset and she videoed herself um coming pretty aggressively at baby daddy x and being like how dare you i can't remember if profanity is was involved we won't be using it here today but (laughs) she basically was like how dare you bring food for some and not all of my children you're out of line and she was basically putting it out there to see what the internet thought did i get the situation right yes, sharika she, she her goal was she said i am going to expose you everyone always wants to say you're a good father but i'm here to expose you because you're bringing food for your child and not your child's siblings so to make matters even more juicy it truly was an exposure i mean he was standing in the video with the mcdonald's bag um standing very calm looking very surprised and I don't know. I'm curious to what Sharika's going to say. I'm going to let her go first because I don't want to impact her answer. So I'm curious to what Sharika feels about this. Who was wrong, if anyone was wrong, in the situation? Do you see both sides? What would you do if you were him or if you were baby mama and you were coming to see your kid and there are other children there? I feel as though the baby mother was definitely wrong. I can understand the frustration and the, you know, you want to protect the feelings and the hearts of your other children. And when they see one being treated a different way than the others, I can understand you wanting to shield them from that. But unfortunately, the reality is that they have different fathers and every person is different. So every way that 
or whatever way the specific father of whatever child chooses to treat their child may not be equitable across the board. That's just a reality. They're different men. They don't, they, they're not related or who knows? I don't know if they're related or not, but they, they're not the same person. And those are all, and the way they treat their specific child is not indicative of how the other parent would treat their child. So I can understand her frustration. I can understand that that would be hard. And it's hard when you have to tell kids things that they may not understand or hurt their feelings but that's just the reality of the situation so I understand her feelings but I definitely do not agree with how she handled the situation I felt she was very disrespectful to this man I recently found out don't I don't know this part to be true I watched the video but I didn't see this in the clip, video clip I saw but I heard that that he you when they were together maybe she he used to bring for the other kids and i guess when he broke up with her he broke up with them kids too not sure if that's 100 percent true but I, I was listening to somebody talk about and they added that tidbit that i didn't originally hear not mad at him for that either at the end of the day this man is responsible for his child and his money and his funds are to go to whatever he decides to go to um or what the court has required him to his funds to go to and those do not include someone else's children so maybe out of the kindness of his heart when they were together he used to do for them but maybe he don't want to no more or maybe he don't got it like that either way he ain't do it and she was mad and so i felt bad for that guy i felt like you know and I, I have not personally experienced co-parenting, but I understand that it can be very difficult, heart-wrenching, all of the above. But I felt bad for that man. Like, he's trying to do what he can for his child, you know, and this woman disrespected him, took the food, threw the food in the street. Oh, I didn't even see that Oh, yeah. That she, so she said, after she's yelling at him and all that, she said, fine, give it here. Then she takes it from his hand and throws it in the streets. And that's a waste of this man's money. Disrespectful. And maybe who knows if these kids aren't watching out the window at this man's food. You know, his kid, you know, seeing that his dad is here to drop, knowing his dad coming to drop something off, probably told his kid. Kids all excited. And now... The foods in the streets like come on now ma'am like I, what she lacks is personal responsibility those are your children and like that man said where are their daddies uh, you know I, who i don't know where they are but to his point where are their daddies that is their responsibility to be caring and maybe they care for them but maybe they don't bring them mcdonald's well that's not his fault that's that's just not his fault and he ain't got nothing to do with it he gave her several options bring my child down here he can eat in the car with me he can eat in a bedroom he doesn't have to eat in front of the, his siblings but and, and while that still may be hurtful to the other kids it's just the reality of their life they're just we're all we all know life ain't fair Sometimes we have to realize it earlier than others. But the, at the end of the day, that is the reality. I felt very bad for that man. I felt frustrated because when people try to do right and people be disrespecting them and making them trying to look bad and making them try to turn. Because that man was trying to be calm. He was trying to be cool. And she just was being utterly ridiculous. And it's like, black men already get a bad rap. Come on, let the man live. Let him do for his child. If you know... If you've seen this guy coming for his child, just send his son out to the car and just be like, hey, Tommy's going to spend some time with his son, dad and we'll see him back in an hour or two or whatever. And just just console your kids the best as you can. Be like, you know what? Mommy said that. Sorry that your daddy's not here to bring you McDonald's. But, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. I don't know what you tell the kids, but you don't disrespect this man like that. And his wasn't deserved. Sharika hits so many of the points and I am in total agreement with her for many of those points. So I'll just try to expound on maybe some areas you you um didn't directly dive into. One, if you're in a relationship with me, then you're having all of me. If we are in relationship, that means you and I have established this thing is exclusive. We're in it to win it. 
So at that point, yes, it's for all of the kids. If we are broken up, that is not the case. We have not established we're in it to when it honestly, your business is your business, my business is my business. Now we have a child together and the child's well being is both of our business. Um you couldn't even even if we're in a relationship, you can't control what I'm going to do. God gave me free will. You can make some strong suggestions. And some I may listen to, some I may not. But guess what? You said you're in it to women with me, which I would think you knew who I was when you met me. If you're trying to change something, we might as well break up because it is what it is. I might grow. I might not. But it is what it is. So that was my first issue with the way that she was presenting it you were trying to tell somebody the way they need to do and act and you're not even in a relationship there's no covenant there ain't nothing but this child that y'all made together too i'm thinking about how impressionable children are it's already it can be doesn't have to be as a person who grew up with i don't have any siblings that are from my mom and dad i have gosh one two three eight half siblings but i don't call the ones i grew up with half we don't play those games my two little brothers dad is my dad he's raised me since i was um uh, like six weeks old since i was even before one thank god for you shout out to clarence because he always made sure we all had kiwi strawberry growing up he never played that game but he's in a relationship with my mom they are still in a relationship together he signed up for that uh it would have been really difficult if on the very rare occasions that my biological dad came around, if my mom threw a fit about anything he did for me, because now I'm internalizing that. Now anything he does for me, I'm like thinking about, okay, but what about my sister? What about my brothers? And if it calls a fight every time he comes around, then I'm internalizing that too. And I'm thinking, okay, well now I don't want him to be around because it causes turmoil over here and I have to live here and I have to stay here. And a kid as young as five and six, they can feel that and they can you know absorb that and then it can just damage your relationship all around if you didn't like it fair and fine because we're all entitled to our opinion it is the way you handled it you're doing a hot mess in a whole situation that your kids can even if they couldn't see they're gonna hear about i mean in this day and age of the internet you're throwing down i didn't even know about that part you're throwing down this food so now the kid is like okay if my dad does anything for me it's not going to be received well from my mom. So now you're creating conflict for this kid to have to deal with that. I'm sure seeing who, no shade, he, the main p- p- caregiver that he's with, I don't think he'll have the emotional, emotional um, intelligence to deal with that situation in the way that would be healthy for him. So no, sis, unfortunately, and I apologize if this man has sent you through the ringer. I apologize if he is petty, but unfortunately, it's just like my mom told me growing up, but you're the loudest one. You know, (laughs) it doesn't matter I'm right or wrong. You're the loudest one. So you're the one like it was wrong, girl. It was very wrong. If you didn't like it another time, he could have gotten his thing. And then you tell the other children, yeah, he didn't do for you guys, but I'm going to do for you guys. Don't she worry. Get her EBT till the 11th. She don't get her EBT oh, did she say that? Yeah, she well, that's what you her, say. She said, I didn't get, I, you know, I don't get my EBT to, or you don't get my stamps or whatever they get. She says she don't get it to the 11th. And well, I guess it was before the 11th, but that again is not. But you're mom. projecting all that anger that you feel at yourself for not being able to provide for your kids or maybe not making the wisest choices for who your children's fathers are now you're projecting all that energy into this young man and you're letting it impact the relationship he for what he is trying to do you know this shout out to everyone who and i say this knowing knowing you can choose somebody you can be two christians god forbid and somebody can switch it up on you it can happen god forbid doug doug's in the car hopefully he never if he does he already know what time it is (laughs) if you know somebody can switch it up on you so i don't want to be a victim blamer and be like hey choose better when you're choosing a spouse but also i want to say that i do want to say that because it's a fair thing to say and sometimes you know something else my mom used to say you pay to lay you lay to pay so she was like you can't even afford to have premarital sex and she wasn't wrong because i didn't have money for no condoms i didn't have money for no std test i didn't have my own health insurance i didn't have no money to raise a kid all that other stuff that people don't be thinking about because you're you you out there chasing the big o hot girl summering it hot boy summering it and now you got to deal with one child got mcdonald's and the others don't and was it worth it it wasn't 
So I feel for her because I can't imagine being in that situation where one baby daddy is this and one baby daddy is that. But also, once you are in that situation, you got to think, how am I going to move forward now? Because that's all I can do. I can't control any of these men or women because, you know, we got some baby moms out there, too, who aren't the main caregiver for the children. How can I control myself? How can I provide? In that situation, I would have been like, first of all, when a man or woman is trash, you be knowing. So I'm not even, why am I even going to get into it? You know, I know they're trash. They may or may not know they're trash. So why am I going to let them rile me up? You know, I'm not going to let them EB me. I'm just going to be like, okay, I see what he's done. Bobby, Sue, whatever your name is, you know, whichever child. Hey, your dad's here. Step out to see him. I'll tell him privately. Hey, next time you do something for him, make sure it's private so that I can protect my other kids from getting their feelings hurt. I know Bobby. You know how kids are. Bobby's going to run his mouth. He's like, well, my daddy brought me McDonald's. So she's thinking about too. Now she has to navigate. But honesty is the best policy even when they're young. You know, they might not understand it. But when they're adult, they can be like, yeah, my mom was like, I didn't have the EBT at the time. This dad, da, 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 da. They children aren't idiots. Just tell them the truth. Hey, Bobby's daddy did this for him. Mommy's gonna do something for all of you when I can. Don't worry, I got you. Or just be like, don't do anything like that for him unless he's just with you because it creates a lot of stress for me. And I know we're not together, but I beg you to understand this. Maybe she did do that. Honestly, we don't know what she did. Yeah, but I just feel as though, you know, it it it, it is just the repercussions of your life choices unfortunately and i say that you know i'm just saying if you are with this person like you said you can't control what they do this is like my child i want to spoil them or i want to treat them and that's what i want to do for my kid and i'm sorry that it bothers your kid but this is my kid and i want my kid to have happy memories of me i want my kid to think you know good things i mean i don't know what this man is thinking but i'm just saying if i had a kid i want to do the best for my kid as as best as i could and maybe the best he can do is to buy his kid mcdonald's maybe he don't got it to do all this other stuff but this may be his little treat to his son because this is the best he can do and he wants to make good memories for his kid obviously it's not a good memory now that the mom didn't no but i feel like it's still very fair for her to express hey even we never assume right one of the pillars of communication is never to assume anything so it's like hey babe or well i guess you're not saying babe (laughs) listen i'm so used to god please don't let me have to eat my words but i'm so used to my good situation that they just rolled off my lips but if it's like hey chad I appreciate oh sorry okay let's just go back to baby daddy x hey baby daddy x i appreciate what you're doing for little z over here help me out though because if a b and c see that it's gonna you know contribute to them feeling insecure whatever about relationships with their father but listen i i want you and z to have a good relationship so next time can you take him out with you or something like that and if that's not available then at least say hey to the other kids or if you can ask baby z to split it up because i'm dealing with a lot over here and you had love for me once so find that little space you know help me out here and if he is trash and immature he might say h no i do what i want it's my kid if i want to buy them jordans and the other ones are in you know cookies what we used to call them back in the day that's your problem and then she has to deal with that so i can understand the response as far as uh this is making things harder for me i wish she hadn't taken it to the internet but I'm trying to think now, why would a person, maybe she feels so unheard. Maybe this is the third, fourth or fifth time. Maybe, I don't know what it's like to be a parent and truly not be able to provide. That probably can send you over the edge. I know one thing, my kids aren't going to go hungry. So, hey, if I have to still kill whatever the case may be, when the time comes, you know, like, I don't know. But people say when you're a parent, you'd be surprised at what you do. So maybe right now I can sit here all refined in the back of my friend's car, you know, going to Orlando in my privileged position and be like, hey, choose better uh, spouses or hey, don't be yelling in the street and throwing McDonald's. But I don't know what it's like, Sharika. I don't either, but I do remember. I wish I could remember the quote because I remember. It, I remember being like, "That is so real." I was watching. I was. It was on the internet. It was a clip on the internet from one of them Tyler Perry movies or show. I think it was a show. Not the TP. Yes, girl. <laughs> and it, they were in a hospital, and I don't know the circumstances or the situation. All I remember, I wish I could remember the quote, but I can't. But the lady basically said, 
um, I guess there was some turmoil between a couple, maybe such as this situation, and uh, basically the mother figure was like, this is what happens when you make permanent decisions with people that are only supposed to be in your life temporarily. Something to that effect, basically saying, you know, you have to, that's why it's important to be careful with who you attach yourself to, because now are they worthy of what's you having that space in your life and now stepping for moving forward in life? Are they of the mindset that is putting themselves to the side? Because at the end of this day, this, the guy actually, he tried to give options. We'll send him out here with me bring him here I'll take him I'll do it she didn't she just was more mad that he didn't do for her other kids and that and ma'am you could have took that thing in there and split that sandwich up and he I'm sure the son would have been like mommy made me share my sandwich I don't know but I'm just saying and then there's a learning opportunity though right because when we think about what family means and I think in different cultures what it means to be there for your family can mean different things and I guess we'll talk about that second part because me and Sharika were talking about another part that Dave Ramsey talked about when it came to family and finances. But for me and what I hope to instill in my children, if I ever have any, and if not between Doug and I and our siblings, is that what we can do, we will do. Mm -hmm. Family means you will not go without. That's why a lot of times at churches and things or on a football team or whatever, they'll say we're like a family because a family can share. So if the mom was in and now I'm thinking if I am living paycheck to paycheck and can't even get all the food into my EBT, I'm not in a healthy position. But if she's in a healthy position, what she could have done is turn that situation around and said, thank you so much, baby Z, here's your food. And once baby Z's inside, now listen, in this family, when one is up, we're all up. So this is your opportunity to share. We appreciate what your dad did for you. And now based on what your dad did for you, what can you do for others? You know, a mature mom in a good space can say that. Now she couldn't because she was like, F this, <laughs> I'm already tired. Maybe she was hungry too for all we know. And you know, now, and it, but she's right in the fact that when he leaves, imagine if you really can't feed all your kids, but now one has McDonald's. When he leaves, all that she has to deal with, the fights that will ensue, da, 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 da. and we don't even know if she had that space mentally and emotionally to go there with all those kids. I'm saying all those kids. I don't even know how many it's she four. got. Oh, it's, it's definitely four. Girl, four is a lot, though. Right. If you're a single mom, golly, I was babysitting for two on time, and I was like, ugh, this is not a vibe. <laughs> and they were cute and adorable and well-behaved, but it is difficult. But, you know, these are the consequences, unfortunately. And I, and I'm, and, and, and I think, you know, maybe if they were on better terms, maybe he would have been willing. I don't know the situation. I don't know how they got to where they are. I don't know how, but she seemed very unreasonable. And the moment when he called, you told her she sounds so silly. I cackled because it was hilarious, but he was not wrong. He, anything he, he said, nothing to me that made me sad, think this man is crazy. No, everything he said was like, that is my child. Like those are your responsibilities. And that's the reality. Like sometimes we have to deal with our responsibilities. It might not be fun. Some other people might be hopping and skipping and enjoying their lives based on the responsibilities that they have. And maybe you got kids and you can't go out and you got to be at home. I mean, it's unfortunate if you're not happy with that situation, but that's the reality of your responsibility. But also, you're not wrong. And when I watched the video, I also cackled and I was immediately like, yeah, definitely not his responsibility. But if you're talking about a mature person on the other end, when it comes to the man, you really are trying to raise a good child. Then what What are you teaching your child? And I'm going to come and do for you. And you're not even thinking about the full picture. So both of you are ill-suited to bring anybody into the world because you both sound immature. Sharika, if he knows he has, and evident, I don't know if they're in a relationship when she had the other three children, but if I'm a man and I have one child and there's three other children, I definitely, not because it's my responsibility, no, as a Christian man, I'm always thinking about not just what I'm responsible for, not just what about grace and all that other stuff we preach all the time. It's not about what I deserve, right? 
God's riches at Christ's expenses. Now it's all these kids' riches at my expenses because what I'm not going to do is put my kid in a situation where he has to explain to the other kids why I have, why you don't. Now I'm being forced to share. Da, 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 da. But what are you? What are you not? No, but you're a parent. I'm the dad, and I if I do this thing, then okay. What can we? What can happen naturally between kids? Jealousy. Now I don't even know if the kid is old enough to articulate what it means to share. Maybe he doesn't. And honestly, maybe he doesn't have to share. But now am I creating a sense of entitlement with my kid? Well, my dad brought me something. Well, guess what? As Americans, we have a lot of things that we have a right to. But a lot of us donate to third world countries whose governments are trash. You know what I'm saying? I know I have a lot of friends who aren't Americans, rep their country all day long, you know, have their flags, but they are very happy to benefit from what's here as they should be, mm-hmm. as they should be. Don't hear what I'm not saying. What I am saying is while certain things aren't your responsibility, it doesn't mean you don't have to do the, there's a good thing and there's a better thing, right? The right thing and the better, it's right. You should do for your child, but what's the better thing? And once again, we don't know his financial situation. Maybe he couldn't definitely when i watched some video i was like this is embarrassing for her she sounds silly those aren't his children but as i'm thinking through it i'm like yeah but what's the better thing a good man which obviously we know where he's not they're not together you know a good man would have brought for all the children because he's thinking about all of those things i don't know i mean you made very good points and i agree but in contentious relationships or when you're dealing with somebody that's ridiculous your heart is, I mean, you be like, you know what? I've been trying to do what I'm trying to do for my kid. I want the least encounters with this woman. You know, I was watching this um, podcast. Uh, oh, what is it called? Can't remember. 85 South. And it's with Carlos Miller and Chico Bean. Um, what's his name is also on there. But he wasn't on this episode. And they were talking to Emmanuel Hudson. And basically, they were talking to him about, you know, because he was talking about, like, they are both parent fathers that I don't believe they have they might be with in relationships but they're not they have children outside of their relationships with other women and they were just basically talking to him about the realities of when you have kids outside of the relationship you're in and the frustrations that that can cause and when I saw this situation I was like I knew exactly I'm like this is what they were talking about like some like a lot of times the main caregiver and a lot of time it's the woman they basically even though you are both parents of that child the main caregiver has the most say they get to say a lot of things and how that person feels directly affects your child and you and if that person is irrational or whatever else whether if they're great they're great but if they're not great they're not great and that is something that you have to deal with and they were trying to explain this to him and and I and I felt bad for guys at this point you know I'm not a single mom I'm not a mom at all but I felt help I felt bad for them to be helpless about how your child what's going on or how your child is being raised or or how your or how your child is being in a household where you can't control what's going on in their household and you are at the whim of the person that is the main caregiver like they were saying well you know imagine you come to get your kid and they're like you know what they're not coming with you today and there's really not much you can do about it you just got to be like okay and turn around and go home Actually, there is. I, I went to a deep dive on YouTube with this situation maybe uh, two months ago. Um, a parent was coming to get their kid. The other, the kid, it was actually the kid who was like wanting to not go. And the other parent was like, you have to go. And the kid was like, I'm not getting out of the car. When I tell you that, I definitely call the cops, brought the court papers out, which that is yeah, horrible situation exactly. to have to be in. So there is something they can do, but who wants to go through exactly. all of that? And it was like a 12-year-old kid. It was like, I don't want to leave my dad. And it's like, the mom was like, the court papers say you have to leave your dad. It is my turn. It is whatever time it yes. was on that time of day, which was crazy. Yeah. And, so, and, and uh, you're right. Like, I was going to say, you can call the police or all that stuff, but it's like is the mood now sour like are we like it's like 
it now it's like it's like the person and and then if the if like if it is the guy's time and the mom is being you know saying no or whoever is saying no and they're like if they really want to push it now they're angering the person that their child is in full-time care with which is going to make it even more contentious and they a lot of times have to play nice to keep peace even if it's not the things that they want and it and it's hard and it's difficult and it is tough and so i i i don't envy either any person in that situation but i'm just just i really did feel bad for that guy because i'm like he's trying maybe he should have brought for all but maybe he couldn't or maybe he just plain don't want to i don't know but it's it's it is for the mom's responsibility to figure out what she's going to tell her kids it's her responsibility responsibility to explain to those children whatever she has to explain to them because that's her they're the mom she's the mom that's your job and sometimes you got to tell your kids hard things unfortunately (laughs) i mean sharika said it i mean i'm looking i'm i'm laughing because i'm uncomfortable as i think about what's happening in our in our world especially particularly america um, and Sharika, we didn't sign up for a very serious conversation, I so I will. I'm trying not to go and there because it's heavy. But I think I am going to go there because the conversation just naturally progressed. And if we hate it, we can always just edit out this part. <laughs> but if anybody out there wants assistance for how to track your own cycles, and I'm talking to women, um, hit me up because no one should obviously i'm not for killing babies that's horrible and that sucks but no one should be bringing children into the world when they know they're not trying to i say that also saying that what my mom said you lay to pay you pay to lay there are things that can be done beforehand not in all situations because there's rape and getting molested and yes you can be married and be raped okay there's so many situations but i am talking to the people who are very much aware and i think a lot of this goes down to just really poor sex education like as growing up i didn't even know that i had three holes until i was like much older i was like whoa 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 i thought there was a a one hole and then the number two hole when i found the other i was like oh and i remember talking to my friends like did you know did you know we had three and some of them did some of them didn't but in that same vein i also didn't know that there were only certain times of the month that i could get pregnant which i think is crazy and it's not because i'm an idiot and it's not because my parents didn't have the birds and the bees i think just culturally there's just especially when it comes to girls i don't know how men receive this sexual education but for us it was just like you i was thinking i make out i'm gonna get pregnant i make out i'm gonna catch gonorrhea that's why i was like clang clang ching ching this is locked up tight ain't gonna be caught up over here because my parents had already told me you have a kid don't be thinking we're gonna be raising that kid you dropping out of school <laughs> you you catching a job at the piggly wiggly it's gonna be a responsibility but there are just a lot of reasons that i was just like yeah let me not even put myself in that situation um but i do think if we had better sex education that would help a lot of people men and women i think we all should know about fertility awareness and what that truly means and when we can get pregnant because i'm just gonna leave it at this you won't always have other ways you know what i'm saying if you can i already talked about the situations where it doesn't matter if you have the education or not it's just going to be forced upon you but really really think deeply about these situations that you can end up in where even if you don't have a kid if you're just choosing i talk to women all the time who just are in situations whether married or just a boyfriend and they just are not having the vibe it's not the vibe at all and I'm like free yourself girl (laughs) this is not guys or guys I'm talking to guys too but sometimes we just for whatever reasons we find ourselves in these situations so I would say make sure you're a whole and happy person Mm, as much as you can people clown me because I was an old bride but I wouldn't I cannot imagine getting married in my 20s. I just know. And I, I knew that. That's how I was playing those games. Like, you, And you can be. Some people are very mature and ready. And they're, the way their growth cycles happens, it works. I mean, I know people who have been together since they were in their 20s. But just make sure you're whole and happy and do your best. And even if you do your best and they turn out to be trash, and that can happen. Because yep. people can be little wolves in sheep's clothing. It is okay to... Uh, 
well, I shouldn't say, I was going to say abort the mission, but uh, it's kind of a sensitive topic right now, um, or always, but it is okay to leave. I'm going to tell you right now, break up with him or her, leave the situation. Your life is too short, okay? There's no heaven or hell that somebody else's opinion can put you in, all right? Yes, and I, I don't want to come across... You know, I, I don't know how it feels to be in those situations. And I've been young and dumb before and done things that I, you know, may have regretted or maybe just done things with un, with not a lot of education or just done things because I wanted to. We've all been there. And so I'm not coming across like, oh, you know, you guys better. I mean, and thank God I didn't have to deal with uh what lifelong consequences for some of my dumb decisions praise the lord for that but i'm just saying you know when we know better we can do better and and we just i i love that sabrina said be healthy and whole for yourself so that no matter what happens around you you can handle your situation and your responsibilities accordingly you know there might be some happy and healthy and whole people in co-parenting relationship living the best life and i love to see it do what you got to do but i think the main point be healthy and whole so even if people around you aren't healthy and whole you can plan and live accordingly right right your house may shake a little bit what's that scripture that says you know there is a house built on the sand and one built on a firm on the rocks on a firm foundation so of course those things will impact you but at the end of the day your house you you still gonna be standing you're gonna be all right you know the seasons come the seasons go and those emotions will do that same thing and you will be fine at the end of the day but children are definitely a serious business and um and a great blessing and a great oh yes and a great blessing and uh once you once you bring him or her into the world even more so than a marriage because as much as i would never think about you know that situation for myself it is something that can be done i'll peace out on doug and his whole family if the situation (laughs) dictates i'm saying like it wouldn't come to that but if if it like if he was beating the mess out of me or whatever the case like you can do that but with a child you can there's no piecing out on being a mom like even my biological father yes he was a absent father but he's still my father you know if i need a lung i know where to go and be like hey <laughs> like we got the same blood type the least you could do, you know i know he i for the rest of eternity that is my biological father and kids are just marriages talk about forever but a kid it's real forever Forever, forever. What song is that? We're gonna like forever, forever, ever. Yeah. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Whoa, okay. And this was about. It was about a co-parenting situation. I did not know that. Yes. I never meant to make you die. I thought. Wait, what was it about co-parenting? Or breaking up? It I was thought it was about, about breaking up. It was about that, but no, he talks about the daughter. He talks he about. Talks? Yeah. Girl, we're gonna have to pull up we the. Uh, know, not the name wait. of the episode. Is sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> wow interesting so there is that situation and since we're on a family kick and you guys are used to an hour episode and we got about 15 minutes before the hour i'll just bring up another quick family situation to get sharika's opinion on it my baby mama drama don't like me she's been doing things like having boys having them boys come and try to from her neighborhood to come and try to fight me that's what it's like. my oh, baby no. mama. i don't even remember i just yes. remember the woos yeah. and the yep. good the good vibes of the beat yeah it talks about <laughs> about uh she said oh yeah knowing her grandchild is a baby not a paycheck private schools daycare medical bills i pay that it's about Yay. baby mama drama that's like did you see uh when robin black china and Tyga were having their little drama because Black China has a kid by Tyga oh, yeah. and Rob. And she was like, oh, I'm out here. They're about to repossess four of my cars, single mom. And they were like, hold up, hold up. I have my daughter from this day to this day. And Rob was like, well, I have my kid from this day to this day. Why she only got her kids a one day a week. And they were like, and I paid this much for my private school and this much. So it was like, girl, she definitely got exposed. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for coming for the moms. Single moms, we know you're out there doing great, and a lot of you are not dealing with those dramas. Same thing to you, single dads out there, because you exist. I know it's not as not as common, but there are definitely single da- dads out there holding it down. Kudos to you. Oh, and I should say, if you're in a relationship and you got kids, 
don't make the other person feel like they're single because I'd be hearing complaints about that too. Girl, if you're if you're in the relationship, get up. Help your man and vice versa, man. If you're in the relationship, get up. Help it's y'all's kids together. That part, yep, yes. Look, these ain't the days where, and even if it's the days where one parent stays home, still, that means that parent's been home all day with them kids. You do got to come home and and help out too. We all got to do our part. Like they're all both the kid, the kids are both of your responsibilities. And just because you pay, bring home a paycheck, don't mean you ain't got to do no work at the house. And just because uh, you, you know, maybe y'all both work. Them your kids. Take care of your kids. Love your kids. Love the Lord. All the things. All the things. So uh, our last little thing on this little family episode. There was uh, two sisters. One's 19, one's 25. The 19-year-old still lives with her mom. Um, This was on the Reddit's board, Am I the A-Hole? They have a little board where people ask that question. So the 19-year-old was like, hey, my sister had a kid. Good for her that's her business and my mom helps out with the kid especially when my sister's husband's at work one day my mom wasn't home and my sister just came over and she's like hey can you watch the baby for a little bit he's sleeping and I really need to take a shower and the little sis the 19 year old was like um he's cute and everything holla at your nephew but no I didn't have him he's not my responsibility you need to wait till mom comes back Sharika was a little sister the a-hole is she wrong she was an a-hole but she i don't think she was wrong it wouldn't be me i would love to watch my niece or nephew if i had one but also it's her time and she can decide upon how she wants to spend her time and if it is not to care for or watch her niece or nephew her nephew then it's her choice it's a bit selfish it's a bit uncaring especially the lady want to shower my god but i don't understand why she couldn't shower put the baby in a little bassinet and put that thing right in the bathroom with you i don't know why she couldn't shower without the baby maybe this is a sister that be up and leaving she'd be like can you watch my kid and next minute she gone for hours i don't know but at the end of the day i feel like it based on what was shared from sabrina that sounds like an a-hole but at the end of the day it's her time and if she don't want to use it to take care of her nephew that's her business once again on the surface of things it's like yeah little sister come on a newborn and it's not like the person's like hey i want to go clubbing i want to catch baby daddy number z she's she wants to take a shower and um new moms if we have any new moms listening to the pod write into us and let us know this because i don't understand the sharika either i heard a lot of new moms who have like newborns which i think that's the perfect time they can't move but they talk about how hard it is to take a shower to have the time i'm like i will put that baby i will have that clear shower curtain if it cries okay it's not like i take a 20 minute shower you'll be right like (laughs) i'll get you when i get out but i think it's really a thing um now under the surface we don't know the dynamics of that family maybe the 19 year old has always had to just do whatever for somebody else in the family whatever sibling and they just pour it on her and you know what she said not today you lay you pay i didn't have that baby and no i didn't say i would watch him I don't care. You can wait. And she ended up waiting until her mom got there. And then she took her shower. But then she got in trouble from her mom. And that's why she went to the internet. Because she's like, the mom and the sister are coming for me. Maybe I am wrong. But it sounds like me and Sharika are saying, yeah, girl, you could have watched the baby for like two seconds. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. It, based on the facts... And maybe because I am who I am, I love babies. Maybe she don't really like babies like that. Maybe she just, like, don't want to be responsible for another life. I don't know. I would have loved to do it. I would have had no problem. But at the end of the day, she's 19. She can decide, you know, I don't want to watch your kid. And when the and maybe down the line, if she has a kid, her sister could be like, I'm not watching your kid. Fair is fair. I don't know, but based on this situation i'm like it's her choice isn't doesn't sound nice and kind it doesn't sound loving or sisterly but at the end of the day you asked could she wash and she said no and people on reddit were like i'm glad you're not my sister somebody else said i can't wait until you need a smallest favor i hope your sister remembers this i think it goes down to two like as a family member and we were talking about what family means like what does it mean to be there for them? Are you just doing the stuff that's convenient for you? Are you just doing the stuff you like? I'm thinking whether you like babies or not, if your family member is in need, do what you can. 
when you can and you could have watched that kid girl and you chose not to and that was trash <laughs> uh, Shrieker, are we expounding on um the omarion and who else was in that live it was brandy's brother it was a versus between omarion and mario why ray j bobby v uh, Sammy and all the above was there. I don't know. I don't know why they were there. And I've been meaning to catch up on it. I actually, the day of that versus, I turned it on and I was seeing everybody but the people that was supposed to be on there. And I said, well, what is going on here? And it was getting late because as you all know, it was, they were like two hours late. And I'm like, I got to go to work in the morning. It's mi almost midnight. Well, I guess I won't be watching this versus. So I didn't catch it at all just a little snippet but yeah i heard the shenanigans i've heard the clips i've heard the bad singing quite comical love ray j because ray j is undefeated we say the internet is but so is ray j he's like you know what you can't laugh at me when i'm laughing along so you know what and it makes and it makes and it makes it even more fun because he's not taking it personal he know he sounded like trash he admitted he sounded like trash and and he just made a sport out of it just like them glasses that got snapped on him <laughs> i forgot about that um can we talk that too yes ray j he exposed his ex kk i'll just leave it at that and the internet was kind of like okay and moved on very quickly but he dropped the truth and they didn't contested is that the right word when you're like they didn't like go against it he was like the the tape that came out it was never a surprise we sat down with your mom it was all contracted da, 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 and that team was hush and that let me know oh it's the truth but no one cares i guess they're not going to be canceled um but ray j i didn't see your live i'm not going to make any commitments because sharika said we're on a break and we are but if this turns out okay maybe on our way back home from orlando uh we'll talk about that i don't know that we'll have a chance to see it because we're about to be turned up and ain't nobody maybe trying to listen to the live that has bad music but we might have another little part two of the car episode which i'm loving it we've also always said we would have our husband on the pod so i like how this is like our little intro to them you know because they're in the background i don't think i think doug never agreed to do it they're even when oh they're in um, they're in yeah so uh it's nice having them up here we hope you guys are having good summers and uh i don't have a quote for you today i don't have any expounds i guess i do have a recommends and it would be to check out reddit's am i the a-hole thread because it is hilarious and some of the things that y'all be going through in life oh wow it's whole it's just great it's entertaining and it just makes you like double down on your own morals values what you think is right etc so i really love that little world in reddit have you ever been there Shrika? never have never have have you heard of it i've heard of reddit but not the am i a hole and i don't really go on the reddit like that so i missed it all girl okay is there anything you want to recommend um i recommend the song i was telling you about 10k by kb it's a vibe it's a good time it's fun love it can't wait to do that all right kit backers oh what now we have eight more minutes now listen <laughs> i'd be the main one when we have the episodes i'm just gonna call myself out that's like hey guys we gotta go it'd be during the week my man's be working overtime so it's like i just be trying to capitalize on the time that we have together because i be sleeping around nine but now that i'm just in the car and there's time i'm like we gotta at least do a full hour come on now we got seven more minutes what can we discuss hey doug can i ask you a question okay so listen this is a great example i can't control my man i'm not going to try to do any convincing or anything and when you ask a question you got to be ready for a yes or a no like the sister like the said. sister so hey my man said no so he's out <laughs> i was gonna try to get him to fill the time i will share though i asked him about the first situation with with the sister mm -hmm. And he definitely said the younger sister, he was like, yeah, she's deaf. And he was passionate about that. So, you know, I got me a family man. He was not was here for that. Doug is about that family life. Yeah, you better be ready if you come with coming against Doug and the family. He is about his family. And I love to see it. Love to see it. We actually just took his grandma on a little grandma date. We went to see Elvis, which I don't 
know if you heard this, Sharika, but a lot of the people I know in our community was like, that movie isn't for us. We're not supporting him with the coin. So originally I wasn't going to go, but then, you know, I'm with the family man. So I definitely ended up in the Elvis there. I think what I'm pretty sure I was the only Coco up in there. Um, but one thing I did love is that I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, the reason why a lot of people of color are like, uh, that movie's not for us because evidently a lot of music that Elvis used, like they might use the quote stole, like mm-hmm. the style or whatever. But the movie did a really good job of being like, um, actually his dad went to prison and his mom was very poor and the only housing they could afford was uh, the white housing section in the black neighborhood because, you know, those were the times. So he grew up in the hood I did not know that about him and he grew up going to black church and they had a whole scene where he was watching the man shout and doing all that and he starts shouting and then they're they're trying to be like that's where he got that swag from so they did give us a little bit of credit guys so don't hate me for seeing the Elvis movie was it everything no did his grandma wake me up at one point like if I gotta watch it you do too you can ask my man well you can't ask him on the pod because he will not speak on the pod but she definitely said that but girl it was so long it was two hours and 39 minutes and the middle was such a bore I was like oh my gosh Uh, and Tom Hanks with the little accent he was doing that they just Who was he Elvis? Uh no, he was the the movie was really about his manager and how trash his manager was and took advantage of him and led him to the drugs and stuff and took all of his money. So they should have named the movie and it would have been a better movie had they done this. Whatever I think his I forget the manager's name, but name the movie da 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 like Sabrina Titan the Elvis story something like that so you know that it's really about his manager but that middle part they were trying to be so creative with flashbacks and you know breaking the fourth wall and now Elvis is floating in this thing like you know being more surreal but I was just like it's cold in here I saw the Elton John movie it was it was like that it was these stories well I, I it wasn't Right, but I'm just saying these rock and rollers, the drugs, the sex, the do- it, I'd be like, y'all. Not Elton John had the sex. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I just know his music. Was great yeah. music. He was a rock and roll. He was rock and roll. That's what they Is did. He considered rock and roll. I mean, for back I don't then, know. I don't know. I, know. I just think of him as like the pianist, beautiful Man, melodies. Would you consider uh, Elton John rock and roll? What else would it be? I don't know. He was rock back then. Okay, well, there it is. All right, Sharika, I'm not going to say I'm going to watch it because I probably won't. But I do like Elm Trump. I'm surprised they made a movie about him while he's still living. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. You can make an impact. Yeah, and he can put his impart, impart, whatever he want to in there. And they did like little, they'd be having, they had like little musical numbers, like where literally like he, like at the beat, it starts out with him, um, going to like AA or something like one of those meetings and it, then it was like it was like like you said it became like a surreal thing and musical people it like it was like it came it wasn't like reality I don't yeah. know if it was a, his drug induced parts but it was like that throughout the movie it would just be random like weird things like that so maybe that's the style of the I don't know I don't know and I think I've seen movies where that is done really well just in the movie I just saw it was not done what I think was well done well so Uh, but I made it through and I did leave having a little bit more respect it's not that I never respected Elvis it's just I just probably didn't get it why people were so like Elvis Elvis but I'm he was a very very talented um young man it is though and this is trash of me did you know that July is black music month I only knew that because I thought it was June Oh, well, they're doing it right now on NPR's um, Tiny Desk Concerts. Girl, it's been so good. Tanga and the something. Oh, this is trash that I... I'll put it in the show notes. Don't hate me, but their Tiny Desk, so good. Usher's was good, but then I went back to T-Pain's. <laughs> T-Pain's Tiny Desk is so good. I was listening to it a little bit Girl. the other day. Girl, you better be careful. You'll end up having a child listening to that thing. <laughs> Girl, I, I don't even drink. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's get one. Oh, it was so, so good. So shout out to all the black music out there. Oh, 
and I'll say this for EB, we're almost to the hour mark. We got one minute. For EB's sake, shout out to, and not just for him, it was actually really good. Maverick City has a Tiny Desk concert on the NPR, and what a great way to end the podcast with praise. You know, praising the way that they just worship, and I know our our belief is more than a feeling, but the feeling that I get, it's, it's like... Even a lot of people in the comments were like, I'm not even Christian, but for some reason this brought chills or some reason this brought me to tears. And I'm like, oh, I know the reason. The Holy Spirit's knocking at that door. It's like, girl, it was so good. So shout out to black music everywhere. Shout out to the impact black music has had on not just American culture, but the world, really. Facts. So do you want me to close out the podcast? The only reason I keep pushing the phone towards you is because in this moment, it's escaped me the exact phrasing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got you. If life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Bye.